Hello everyone and welcome to this episode of WFI Tax Talk. Today we're going to be talking about hot topics that are affecting our clients as of the end of March, which include due date changes, employee retention credit, and California PPP conformity status. Joining me today is Richard Huffman, tax partner, and my name is Andy Bautista, tax partner here at Wright Ford Young. Our first hot topic is the due date change that most of you probably heard about. As you may know, the uh, traditional due date for personal income tax returns is April 15th. Of course, with all delays with COVID and one of the most recent stimulus packages with some retroactive tax relief for unemployment benefits, uh, the IRS came out and said that they would be extending the due date to May 17th. Of course, it created some confusion because we did not know if California was going to conform to that May 17th due date. So that's a new due date to extend, to file, and to pay. We didn't know if California would conform. So they, fortunately, they did come out and conform to federal. So federal and California individual tax returns are now due on May 17th. The only issue we still have is that other tax filings are still due on April 15th such as trusts, gift tax returns, and C-corporations, as well as the first quarter estimated tax payment for tax year 2021. So there's a few things we still need to watch out for with this due date change. I'm going to now turn it over to Richard to talk about employment retention credits. Thank you, Andy. Yeah, thanks for talking about the deadline. That's critical information for everyone. And another hot topic that's been out for a while, but I think it's been overlooked because all the attention was on the PPP previously, is the employee retention tax credit. So this is a credit that offsets your payroll taxes for employers, and it's per employee up to 7000 for 2021 and 5000 per quarter per employee for 2020. And this credit can be claimed primarily if you have a business where you have less than 500 employees, then you could qualify for the majority of the benefits of this credit. And there is additional criteria where either you needed to have a partial or full suspension of your business operations from the government due to COVID, or if you had a quarterly 20% decline in your gross revenues for the quarter as compared to 2019, then you'll qualify for this credit as well. It's a pretty good benefit for businesses out there. Definitely something that you should look into and see if you qualify. Since it is claimed on your payroll tax filings, you know, we recommend it might be a good start to talk it over for your payroll provider, but uh, also, you know, your CPA should be well-versed on this as well. I'll turn it back over to Andy now for um, California PPP conformity. Thanks, Richard. Yes, and California PPP conformity has been a very important topic for our business clients. Most all of our business clients received PPP funds during 2020. The issue that we faced during 2020 was whether the PPP forgiveness would be tax-free or the expenses would be deductible. Right before uh, Christmas, one of the stimulus packages that had passed with did confirm that PPP would be fully tax-free for federal purposes. So forgiveness tax-free and expenses deductible. So we do have clarification that federal PPP is tax-free. However, California has not conformed to that federal provision. And the issue we have now is that California did come up with some legislation, AB 80, that stated that you could only deduct up to 150,000 in PPP funds for California. So anything above that in a sense of the 150 would be taxable. An example of this is the dramatic swings in California tax. Without this conformity, we have a client who has 500000 of PPP, and now that that's uh, in a sense taxable, they could have fifty or $60,000 in taxes at a 10 or 13% tax rate. 
We have clients who got up to five million in PPP. Now you're talking five or six hundred thousand dollars in California taxes. Unfortunately, we still do not have any clarification on this as of the end of March. The bill has now stalled because of the federal stimulus most recent impact. So maybe Richard, you could speak on the, the, the reason for the stall in the California PPP conformity and nonconformity. Yeah, thanks, Andy. So there's a couple of issues still to be resolved. So California was ready to pass the bill, but then they continued to debate whether to expand the 150 to be unlimited for certain businesses that were highly impacted by COVID. You know, they're primarily looking at restaurants, barbers, fitness, recreation, healthcare services, outdoor entertainment. So that was being debated. And then at the same time, there was the new federal law that was passed and part of that law that went into effect was funds for the states to help them through COVID. And there was a last minute paragraph that was inserted into the law that stated that the states cannot use these funds to reduce taxes. And that's been the issue right now where all the states are concerned if they give out the PPP relief, is that considered a reduction in taxes? And now they're in jeopardy of not receiving these federal funds. So it's been a major issue. And, you know, Janet Yellen, the Treasury Secretary, said, no, they're working with states. And that wasn't the intent, but uh, they don't really have anything in writing. Uh, You know, a couple of states have already sued, saying that's unconstitutional. So it doesn't look like, unfortunately, this is going to be resolved anytime soon. So we're still in limbo here and and, uh, really can't move forward with filing tax returns that claimed PPP forgiveness for California purposes. So I'll turn it back over to Andy now, close things up. Richard, thank you for your insights, and thank you to everyone to tuning in to this episode of WFI Tax Talks. If you'd like more information about our firm, please visit our website at cpa-wfy.com or follow us on LinkedIn and Facebook. Thank you.